here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. All right, so today's show, right? The first thing we're going to talk about is people did bad in sports. They spoke (laughs) poorly. The problem I have about both these things, or the problem we have as a show is, I don't think we can play either clip. You absolutely can't. This is one that it's going to have to be an interactive show. We shouldn't play the clips. You're going to need to find them. And if you haven't already, yeah, if you haven't already uh, done your homework or know about this story from osmosis and and the world, um, and you want, you yeah, you're gonna have to. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start in the uh, in the sport of basketball or in the sport of baseball? Ooh, I uh, let's oh alphabetically, uh, which one goes first? B A B A S B A. It would be baseball would be first, alphabetically. I'd still say we go basketball. Let's go reverse alphabet. Didn't work out for you. Bob Huggins, coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, did a radio interview the other day where he uh, used an anti-gay slur when talking about, I guess, um, he he, he was kind of transphobic and he used an anti-gay slur. He appeared on the Bill Cunningham show, which airs on uh, 700 WLW out in Cincinnati. And Huggins um, was asked whether he had poached any Xavier guys to come to West Virginia in the transfer portal. And Xavier is a private Catholic university. It's located in Cincinnati. And he said, Catholics don't do that, he quickly replied. Uh, I wonder if he... It, it, like, I can play... Certain parts of this, I think, but I think I think the joke is something around the transfer. Like I think it's around trans. One of the hosts made a comment that it was transgender night at the game Huggins was referring to because I guess any oh I'm sorry any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, my God, they can get away with anything. That's what he was saying about Xavier. I guess that on transgender night was the game Huggins was referring to. Um, Xavier fans threw sex toys onto the court. Okay. And that's when Huggins says it would all it was all those and he used the the three letter bad F word, those Catholic Fs, I no. think Huggins says. They were envious they didn't have one. I guess implying that they were trans or something or penises or are great. But my issue is not with Bob Huggins. I mean it's bad. You shouldn't you definitely shouldn't say that. My issue is largely with the news media as a whole. Because when this story was first repeated, they just said Catholic Fs and they put a dash after it. But you can't tell how long the dash is, right? So I've been walking around for days being like, everyone's really mad he said Catholic fucks. I don't know oh. why everyone's so mad about that. And, I mean, I guess... you thought it was just a dig on being Catholic. Which, when, when meanwhile, he was digging on two people. Yeah, I gotta be honest, my own... If, if people are shitting on Catholics, I'm sort of like... Ah, they do a lot of fucked up stuff. I don't know. I get it. I've seen I've seen the movies about the newspaper articles. I know that there's a lot to uncover there. I understand that some people may not like Catholic. Well, I just still to, 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 to categorize as a group like that is, you know. It's not good. It wouldn't yeah. be good, right? But you can't. You can't use the other ones. Use no. the other word. And so that was bad. That's just not good. In a radio interview, it's not even a hot mic situation. Right, no, he knew, he was he was in front of people and knew what he was saying. He was a locker room man doing locker room talk, I guess, on a public on a public platform. Be, and and that's the other thing. People are always like, "Not in any locker room I've ever been." And it's like, "I'm not going to act like I mean, I think it's something different, but whatever." What do you mean? Well, I think that there's a lot of that language that among people who wear certain color hats is much more acceptable. Uh-huh. And I th- and I think that um, that it's seeping out. Oh, so you think perhaps the man from Morgantown, West Virginia, feels a, a certain way a 70-year-old man from West Virginia? Might feel, yeah. Huh, and I, right. think, I think, think that in recent years, uh, there's been a, a national figure that has suggested that Talking that way in public is acceptable and feeling that way is acceptable. And I think 
that some of these uh, no. things are slipping Speaking out. Speaking of that national figure, before we go on to the Oakland A's broadcaster, did you see Donald Trump's deposition where he basically says... Uh, Fortunately or unfortunately? <laughs> okay. He is a... He is a crazy, psychotic, bad man, right? But he is also, and this is not quite the right word, but sort of the right word, very funny. Like the idea that he would sit there and be like, yes, um, celebrities can grab women by the pussy. And then sit for a second and go, fortunately or unfortunately. And it's like, his, can you imagine being his lawyer? Just like, oh, what the fuck, oh. man? Why did, 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 did I, now I was listening on the, I was driving and trying to pay attention to my GPS and, and like, uh, listening to a TV broadcast on the radio at the same time. Yeah. So I was only half getting this and missing the pictures, right? There was no narration. I didn't see the pictures to what I was hearing the audio. Did he in the same deposition, did someone show him a picture and he said it was him and his ex-wife? I think he thought it. It was and his... it was really the woman who was accusing him. Yeah, I saw something about that. I, I saw a headline. I didn't. I didn't look it up because I. I got to be honest. I don't give a shit about this guy anymore. I understand he's running for president, and I'm just sort of like, well, how weird is it going to get? But is he going to make it to the election? Is he going to make it the whole way? Oh. I, let me see yeah, if I, I think, can. I, I think, think that... I can find this video of him saying the fortunately or unfortunately on but i think that 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 uh people who 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 sort of uh follow that way they think that these bigoted things that they say in private are now fine to say in public i agree which really begs the question would we rather know or not know i oh i i I, listen i'd rather know i listen i came from a place where where it's appalling when I go back and and um and listen to people. I mean, like, dude, I should one time the next time I go home, I should literally uh uh just wear a mic around and we listen to it. I would love to do that because hold, hold it's, on, it's let's. I want to talk. Your hometown's going to come up again in a second, but first, I want to play. I want to play the unfortunately or fortunately clip if you're cool with that. Yeah. And you do say in the video that as part of trying to have sex with this woman, you took her furniture shopping, correct? Uh, we actually did look for furniture, yes. <laughs> so that was true. You actually well, took this woman in. I think so. I've been, it's been a long time ago. It's how long is it? Long time ago. But I think so. I do think so. Is that the only occasion when you took a woman shopping? I think so. And you say it again. This is. <laughs> this is like. Wait, that this, made me laugh. Like you only took he only took a woman shopping once and he can't remember. I was trying to fuck her, so I was like, a couch is cool. We could <laughs> could get a couch, I guess. Wait, hold on. We haven't gotten to the become very famous in this video. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. That's what you said, correct? Well, historically, that's true with stars. It's true with stars that, that they can grab women by the pussy? Well, that's what, it's, if you look over <laughs> the last million years, I guess that's been largely true. Not always, but largely true. Unfortunately or fortunately. <laughs> you consider your... Oh, dude, the world's first celebrity caveman? <laughs> look, you can choose to listen to this and be like, what a horrible man, blah, blah, blah. And I fucking know. I know. But also, the idea that an ex-president is sitting there is like, listen, uh, yeah, uh, famous people, they've kind of just always been able to. And then to add, unfortunately or fortunately. Or yeah, who is it fortunate for? Uh, it's fortunate if you're a celebrity and you just want to grab some puss, dog. Like... I, I guess that's what he's saying. It's just like, that's an insane clip, is it not? Especially like that it's recent. Like that that's not something that like, you know, the the, the Access Hollywood was, was Billy Bush back in the day. And by the way, I was in the exact, when I went to LA the last time, 
I was I'm with my friends giving me a tour of his office and he's like, do you recognize this? And I'm like, it looks a little familiar. He's like, yeah, bus, Billy Bush, Donald Trump right here. Did you grab anyone by the pussy? No, I didn't. It's because you're but not he's, famous enough. But he's but. like, yeah, he walked. He, it's because he was walking. You know, he, he t- he's like he was walking off the bus to come right in here to this office. And I'm like, holy shit. Wow. The man said the thing where I'm standing I'm right here. Speaking of saying the thing. Oakland A's announcer, broadcaster, Glenn, uh, how would you say this? K-U-I-P-E-R. Cooper? Sure. He used a racial slur on air. The bad one. And he was talking about a visit he had to the Negro League Museum. And he starts off the broadcast and he says, we had a, and and this clip I definitely cannot play. He goes, we had a phenomenal day, Negro League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. But he doesn't say Negro League Museum. It sounds like he says N-Word League Museum. Oh, he says it. And see, this is where Ryan and I have conflicting views on this. Because I just don't believe that a 60-year-old, a 59-year-old broadcaster decided to start off a broadcast and drop a hard N-word in the beginning of his speech I don't to think he decided people watching to do it at home. I don't think he decided to do it. I think he just didn't self-correct himself. See, this is the thing that I don't under... This is the type of shit that I, I don't understand because everyone at home... And, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because no one can know one way or another, right? But there's also a clip of him talking about the Negro League Museum later in the game frequently and talking about what a nice time he had there, how amazing it was, blah, 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 whatever. And I think he just fucking talks too fast. I think his enunciation is weird. Or pronunciation. No, I think he's used to saying it all the time. But see, that's the thing. Everyone makes that argument, and you have no idea. You're right. I don't. But I, when but I go said, on, go on. It, when I said admitted. that, when I, you're right. I don't. I don't know the guy. I don't know. But I, I just, I've run into enough people in my life, and I mean a lot of them. Like they're just not some unicorn out there that this guy does this weird thing. This is like a thing people do regularly. I guess it, it is there. This is a thing. The, the people that I was talking about that, the, 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 you know, some of them might wear a particular color hat. I think that this is quite common. That's this, where I grew up. It's extremely common. Ryan, my argument is not there are no racist people. That would be insane. My argument is I find it. A, I find it tough to pass the smell test that an MLB broadcaster chose to repeatedly Use the N-word on a live broadcast based on what I'm saying. I think, personally, it's far more likely that his pronunciation is either talking to, like he should have been more careful with saying, but you're telling me he he interchanges it. Because it, if you, and, and I, when he's, when, yeah, when he's, when he's amongst friends and when he's in public, yeah. So, no, but I'm saying in, in the sense, in the space of one sentence on air that I played you off air, right? Mm-hmm. He says the term Negro League Museum three times, I would say. But, but, but you also played me the time when he says the proper word that he uses the wrong vowel. What do you mean? He, he emphasizes, like, he hits that E a little more like an I. So you're saying that's because he wants to say the other word? I'm saying it's his natural habit to say the other word. I'm saying I'm saying listen, I again, I don't know the person. I'm just saying I know a lot of I grew up with a lot of people and if I went home today, they have not changed their habits. I just think some backwards that, hick that is this different. Is, this is this is 100% on purpose. And 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 I knew people like that in Baltimore too. I <laughs> broadcasters. I worked I know one in particular and I'm not going to say his name, but the people who worked with me in Baltimore know who I'm probably talking about. And 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 like had no problems. 
But I, 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 I'm just, yeah, there are, the thing is that you're not, you're thinking that this is some slip and it's an accident. And I'm like, no, no, no. Well, I on, know people not, that no, this I'm is not, their everyday speech. I'm not saying it's a slip because, you know, he's like, it's one thing if, if you use the words and you're like, oh, there's, and you just say it out of context. But I think if you're talking fast, your words can get jumbled. It's like saying two pickets to Tittsburgh. You know what I mean? Like, like I think when you're going fast, like Negro League Museum, if you're saying it fast, I just find it hard. I guess what I'm saying is, look, I'm not making the argument that no one is racist. And if he even said it once, I'd say, all right, that's odd. But if you're telling me there are multiple instances in the same game where this guy is talking about the Negro League Museum... And he's calling it the hard R-word museum. That's just too fucking insane for me to be like, yeah, that's probably what he, that's probably how it is. I, I think that you're, I mean, I guess, I guess. I'm not, because he's not some random backwoods hick. He's like a broadcast. I know, but Ryan, to use the N-word repeatedly, and I know people are listening, is like, well, Coach Huggins, we just talked about him. He used uh, th- th- that the, the other word you were talking about three times during his interview. And I'd say, all right, fair. But I just think it's bizarre if you look around how excited he was to talk about the experience he had at the Negro League Museum and then assume that the, he also hates them so much that he would use this word. I'm not, I, Look, an apology for sure. I just... I find it hard to I just think it's too I'm insane. Shocked. I'm shocked he's employed. St- I, I'm one I'm, I'm I, like when when I heard when I heard it I'm like, "Oh, say goodbye to that guy." And then I, I'm we like, probably suspension. are. He's just suspended until suspension? they while they are investigate. You joking? I I'm shocked he's employed. So I, you're I, saying dude, you you're saying uh, there's no scenario where you would believe he got tripped up over his words. I'm saying that if I said that word on the air, I would expect to be fired. Okay, but <laughs> I, I listen. I, you can't. I you can't do that. And 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 the, see, I've had this argument going on in my head over the last few days. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that there are? Is that everyone? You know, there's been a big Second Amendment argument going on. Of the Second Amendment says that I can have guns, and I think that that's completely unlimited. But the thing that's always been like interesting to me is that the First Amendment says we all have freedom of speech. The, yet there are seven words, and in more reality, more like ten or twelve. That if say I them. say say them now, I, what are they? I, will, I don't know them. I will I will lose my livelihood. Yes, you know, like like so. It's 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 very it's a very interesting juxtaposition because I words really don't at the end of the day while they're emotionally painful don't kill somebody like a gun does and and you know I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, I I I, mean, I, I guess I guess what I'm what I'm getting at is it's completely plausible to me as somebody who talks into a microphone frequently and you. Like you've never reversed words or slipped up talking. No, I th- listen. I think. I think. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. Sorry. I guess what I'm saying is, it's not like they intercepted a phone call where he was like, "Yeah, I went to a uh, museum." The idea that a man would come on air and do that, especially where if you say that sentence fast, I'm telling you, you can stumble up and and make you without intention. I think you can make the mouth sounds that make it sound like that. I'm not trying to explain away racism. I'm talking about this one specific case. Oh, I'm just, uh, yeah, I, I, and listen, I guess you're right. You can, if we're going in a court of law and you're looking for reasonable doubt, sure. But, like, the more likely explanation is that there is a solid, um, uh, that I think you're just being naive, that there is a solid third of this country that is blatantly racist. I'm not. I'm, and they, they all go around and be like, I'm not a racist. They're like, like, and, and you don't have to like wear the Confederate flag or, or use the N word or anything like that. And you're you saying know, that like, this man is part of that group. Yes. With, with I think it's more like no evidence, no other than, other than the actions that we see there. And that, and that I have, let's say like seen the, like, dude, I grew up, it's, it's the environment I grew up around. So okay? Ryan, Ryan, where I grew up, they were not called the Negro leagues. Okay, 
that's you. So let me ask you this. Let's say you were talking about the Negro Leagues on the morning mashup and you slipped up. What would I then – and I would I then have to say I don't believe that he – and when we talk about slip up, I'm not saying like – you, you mean to call your, 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 your wife, her name is Cindy, and your, your, your mistress's name is Karen, and you call her Karen. And it's like, oh, I'm talking about, like, much in the same way a sports center anchor may be talking about bulging disc and, may, and, and said bulging dick. You know, like, like where it just kind of comes out fucked up, right? So let's say that happens to you. Am I then supposed to be like, well, look where Ryan grew up. I'm sure he meant it. Dick isn't a word that you never say. I don't understand. Dick is in your common vocabulary. And while it is impolite to say it, it's one that you say all the fucking time. No, it's not necessarily. What a dick. Can I please have the spotted dick? No. D- hey, hey, Uncle Dick. You realize that, like, like, can you can you not be a cock? No, I'm not being. You never use, like, that's what I'm trying to say. Is even I'm not Mark, saying it's a word. I'm saying, like, if you, 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 when something, if you're talking fast and it sounds like something else that you didn't mean to say. Right, but, but it sounds like a word that, it sounds like what you didn't mean to say, but what comes out is something that you do say all the time. No, that's not necessarily true at all. I, but but I'm saying that you're using the word like disc instead of dick instead of disc, right? And my argument is you say dick all the time. I do. Everyone uses the word dick all the time, whether they have an uncle dick or they, they call someone a dick. So you're saying if you say Negro Leagues fast and it sounds like something else, you're saying what you're actually saying is that means you use that word all the time. I'm saying that 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 like that word is not in my vocabulary. So the fact that it would slip out. Like, but what I'm saying is it's not like it intentionally slipped in, in this hypothetical argument because now this is turning into a hypothetical. I'm not saying that it slipped out because it's in the crevices of my mind. I'm saying that like literally sometimes when you're talking, the fucking mouth sounds make things like it's the same reason people say Again, tomato I'm not, and I'm tomato. Not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that if you want to present a reasonable doubt, you've done it. Like like your reasonable doubt is completely plausible. All of us make mistakes. But I also think that this is the problem is that this is like a thing. Right? Maybe in, in, in with a reason, if you want to give the guy a reasonable doubt, maybe he made a mistake. But my thing is, is that like this is a real thing. People I grew up with, like this is how they talk all the time. And it wasn't just in Backwoods, Pennsylvania. There was some people in Baltimore that I knew too. There's some people in New York that I knew too. So you're you're saying And I'm saying that more likely and you no, know, and what I'm saying is is that when slip ups like this happen, we all want to say, Oh, no one would ever do that. Mm-hmm. When meanwhile, yeah, actually people do it all the fucking time. Well, I and hope that, if when, this and ever when it does happen, you. when it does happen, saying like, oh well, yeah, whatever. It's a it's a whatever. Is is I really think the wrong approach because in, I know in reality that that most people behind the scenes there's a lot of people that are like this. I just think and, that's and, a particular that's a very fucking uncool opinion from one broadcaster to another. Well, I mean, like like that's that's part of the responsibility of doing the job. Noted. Next time you next time you say the wrong thing, I'll just be like, well, I hope everyone you know. It gives it, I, I, look, no, you, you, but you don't understand. Like, you, do you get what I'm saying though? That like, I think excusing it as an excuse every time. You're the one that said, "How dare he only be suspended?" Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I think that is is the wrong approach. I think that like that that, that every time that that some old white dude does something racist, and everyone's ah, oh, come on, he really didn't mean it. He's really not I'm a not racist. It every was just time. The, just one time. Oh, oh no, no, like, no. I'm not uh, saying every time. No, I'm not saying you are. But I'm saying that that is every time that there's something like this that happens in this ballpark that happens. And I'm not using the baseball pun. That, that everyone wants to run to the, oh, it was just an accident. It was only one time. Like, he really didn't mean it all the time. When in reality, like, I know that it's probably not a mistake. You, I, you I don't just, know I that. I I just know, dude. This I know. This is the problem. And, and okay, by the way, uh, just, please then understand. where are all these people that that that? Then why are there never intentional ones? 
Oh, okay. Where are all these people that I like grew up with and talk like this and do it all the fucking time? If you want to go to any any club in Western Pennsylvania, that's fine. I guess like, what I'm saying is, where saying, are they? Look, and just to be clear, and I want to I want to move on from this topic because like I, we we can go around in this circle for another twenty something minutes easily. I just. I, I, I'm not advocating, of course, I'm not being like, yeah, we should definitely be able to say the N-word when you're broadcasting baseball. I'm just no. saying that I think a professional, bro- and maybe this is my naivety, naivete, see? that's how. I think you're being very naive. But the idea that this professional broadcaster was excited to talk about this and says it repeatedly. And 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 no one and and no one's like ah I think it's it's his fucking pronunciation that's fucked up no, and, Wait, and the and it comes down to yes this man is using like if we're at a place you don't where talk ma- differently in front of your child as you do when you're at work in front of my child meaning like when I talk to her my two year old yeah when you talk in front of your child when you're having a conversation with Sarah when your child is in the room I haven't yet. We have to actually start that now. I get where you're but, going. Yeah, but you know that that's, that that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Like, like, why is it so weird for you to think that just like you have to talk differently in front of your child as you do with your friends at the bar, that, that a professional broadcaster doesn't do the same thing? Just because he's a professional broadcaster doesn't mean he can't be an asshole. He totally can be, Ryan, but I'm saying one slip up, I'd be like, oh, shit. But multiple times in the same broadcast, I just can't get behind. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not arguing there's no racism in the world. I'm more arguing if we're at the point where racists are so blatant that they're using a hard R word during a fucking major league baseball broadcast and we're acting like that was intentional, uh, I think we're way worse off than I even thought. That's all. I don't think he intentionally did it during the game. I think that it probably listen. I know people that that use different vocabulary in front of their children than they do at work, and I think it's much more likely that he uses different vocabulary at work than he does other places, and that and that sometimes you mix them up. Let me just say. Weird move on that guy's part then to dedicate his time off to going to the Negro League Museum. You see, that's that's the thing is that everyone thinks that like, oh, he can't be because he he can't be a racist that's because he I'm went saying. to the museum. I, by the way, I'm actually not saying he's not a racist. I'm actually saying I think that it, saying that he you know uses this word all the time is incorrect. I don't know if he's a racist or not. I'm no, saying, listen, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like I know a lot of people that listen, they might not be racist that if they meet then in all interactions with people might be completely decent. It's taking but everything when it within comes, when it comes to not being in mixed company, they find the jokes and the terms funny. And so they use them. I guess what I would Does ask Does that make you any less of a racist? No. But here's what I would ask you and everyone at home just to just say Negro League Museum 10 times fast out loud. Just do it. I'm not asking I, you to do it now. A E I O U. I have no problem say like differentiating my vowels. Yeah, yeah say it ten times fast. Not now. A E I O U. Not that. That's not what I'm asking you to say. I'm not asking you to say A E I O U. I'm asking you to say Negro League Museum. I I I have no problem with this. Okay. I I I I I, I just I just I, I'm not saying the man's not racist. I just don't buy. There, there's something about this story where I think people start to pile on, which was like a, it, it doesn't, it, I just don't. I think you're incredibly naive. That's fine. And, 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 and you know. Now look, I'm allowed to be naive. Or excuse me. I have the luxury of being naive as a white male. And I understand that. <laughs> no, I don't mean that in a shitty way. I'm saying like. It was a, funny though. You said whether you meant it truthfully or not, it came off a little sarcastically. No, I don't. No, I, I, I meant it. In the sense that I haven't had to, I understand why people's backs would be up over something like this if it's something you deal with day in and day out. I understand that you, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, another fucking thing? Like, how many times do I have to put up with this? And I get that. But I'm saying this particular one, I was just like, this seems insane. Like, I, like it's not... Oh, I, this, this didn't seem insane to me. This is like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, I know, and you're basing everything off of your... It, it, we're both just basing things off of experience here. Yeah, in my experience, it was... It, it's In my experience, and the people that I've ran into in my life, a slip like that is much more a sign of uh, their true self 
then it is a mistake. Well, I'm happy to not know as many fucking assholes as you know. I, you're very lucky. I agree with that. What else is going on? Uh, there's, there's, okay, I sent you, well, okay, we didn't talk about Robert De Niro. Do you want to talk, I mean. Did you just say De Niro? De Niro. De Niro. Robert De Niro. I don't think I said De Niro. I don't know. We should check. Let's check. So I paused the show to check. Yeah. We're back now. <laughs> Let's play this. All right, well, go ahead. Okay, we didn't talk about Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. After oh, I did you, say Robert De Niro. Yes. After you just said, how could somebody ever say the wrong fucking thing? You said Robert De Niro. I know you're not walking around in public calling the guy Robert in private being like Robert De Niro. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, Jesus Christ. Uh, listen, I didn't disagree with your reasonable doubt. But yet you didn't accept it I, at all. Maybe I meant to do it. Well, okay. We didn't talk about Robert De Niro. De Niro. I, Did I say Janeiro? Because there's a DiGenero. It's like a DiGenero. There is a D in there. Well, okay, we didn't talk about Robert Janeiro. Janeiro? I just think, I mean, that is something, I gotta be honest, I could, if we had planned to do that. <laughs> it couldn't have come off, like, especially right away. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I almost don't want to do any more radio, maybe ever. <laughs> just drop the mic and be like, Done! You're just like, who could, I'm a broadcaster, I don't misspeak ever, derberder. Anyway, Robert Janeiro of the Tribeke Film Festival. Um, so what's going on with Robert De Niro? He's a father. Do you Again. feel like a little bit of an asshole right now? I feel like a little bit of a, just a, oh God. Is that <laughs> when I'm gonna... God damn Put out an apology to Robert De Niro. I might have to. Uh, anyway, uh, he's Robert a De- Robert De Niro welcomes new baby, 79-year-old actor, seventh child. Meet the parents. It's got to be, this is a, this seems like specifically a, you never hear, and maybe I just, you know, these people aren't famous, so you don't, but you never hear about a normal old person having kids. You never, like, no one, rarely is somebody like, yeah, I'm 80, I have a newborn. Because I think you need money. To have sex with a woman who is childbearing age at that point. Well, I think you do sometimes hear about reg- like old people having babies, but they're like cult leaders. Okay, yeah, but oh, all, all right. Okay, so rich people and cult leaders. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm talking normal people. I'm talking Steve across the street. Well, I guess I was saying other than celebrities. Like you've got to maybe because because you, you got to imagine too who wants to have a baby with an eighty year old. Uh, unless they have money, it's not a good idea. If they have money, you're like, all right, I'll do this, get that inheritance. Now I'm tied to it. So uh, I think his oldest. Then it's daughter, Robert De Niro. Am I right? <laughs> get that money. His his oldest child is fifty one. Yeah, it's got to be weird when, like, your oldest child is also probably a little old to be a dad. Like, a dad to a newborn. Yeah. So, who's Would you, the, who, what's the oldest? Like, what's the cutoff for you? Oh, I don't want to offend anyone. Why would you offend anyone? <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to tell, to be like, ah, I don't know if I would, for me... For yeah, me, for you to like to like you know if you're like at this age and someone's like let's have a baby and you're like I don't know. Uh, are they? I mean, a, like, because eighty. Let's play this through, right? Robert De Niro is he's seventy nine actually. He's in good shape. Mm-hmm. So if he you know if he lives to be he could theoretically live to see his son graduate high school theoretically. We start to talk about good shape with elderly people in very relative terms. That's true. We start to be like, hey, she's walking around on her own. She's doing great. (laughs) It's like, oh, God. She still has her mind. She's awesome. Oh, fuck. Well, you're you're looking for positives at that point. So, I mean, sure. He's doing fine. He's in great shape and he's rich, so that helps, no doubt. But 
Would I feel a little shortchanged if my dad was 80 and I was a newborn? I think so. I think there's a lot of, you know, experiences you don't get. Now, the counter the counter argument is, well, if you weren't born, you wouldn't get any experiences. Sure. All right. Let's let's turn like, the argument. Right, I think I think for a and also I, I think like a 50 year old dad these days, first time dad. I say, ooh, that's fucking old. Like, because I just start playing it down the line. All right. Like, okay, when you're 35, your dad's going to be 85. That's, that's pretty old. But at the same time, and the same goes for, I guess, a female as well. But I think it's, it's far more likely in these scenarios where it's like a 50 year old guy and like a 38 or 40 year old woman. Well, let's, let's turn it around. Yeah. For one second. Turn it around. You, uh, you, uh, you go home, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you and Sarah are, are having dinner with Joe and Nancy, and they're like, hey, um, we have an announcement. Oh, that's like fall vomit. Oh, and, God. And, and they're like, Mark, we listen, we've, we always wanted to give you a brother. We had trouble. We have never talked to you a lot about this, but there's new advances of medicine, and you're going to have a brother. I'd be furious. No, no, no. Let me explain why. Let me explain why. Not like, oh, is he going to play with my toys? I I mean more like, hey, my parents are basically 70 years old. Yeah. This kid is going to become – it's like I had a kid. Well, Simone will have a Simone will have a a younger uh, nephew. Or no, uncle. Younger uncle. Yeah, that that sucks, man. Because think about it. Let's say let's say my parents live to be 90, which would be great if they both live to be 90, right? Yeah. That kid is still only going to be 20. Who's going <laughs> to deal with like picking him up from college, doing all that shit? That would be me. I I guess so. Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to step in in a way. Yeah, it would be like somebody giving me a kid. I don't want that. All right. Also like you would be my brother or sister. That would yeah. uh, no. No hard pass. Do not want it's like Tom Hanks and you've got mail. Or or Robert Gennaro and I imagine one of those Meet the Parents movies. <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit. I went and played trivia last night and it would have I I oh I didn't realize it until the end until it was too late. What? Well, I played and I thought I did decently. Were you by yourself? No, Kate was with All me. All right, cool. I, I, thought, just, like, I, I don't ask that. I just want to know because it's like there's a different vibe from, hey, my girlfriend and I are going to go play trivia to I'm going to go play bar trivia by myself. Well, I, I go in sometimes. But I don't care. But when it when it's uh, when it's um, when I say I am at we um, but thought we did pretty well. And and then the scores we weren't in the top five. Oh, right. Like, all right. And then we're done. And, and the team that wins, like, it was like a possible 300. Hold on, wait. I can tell you. Um, that important, but. Well, it's basically like a possibility of like 355 points. And this team got like 325 points. I'm like, how the fuck is that even possible? And she's like, oh, they were taking pictures of all the clues and sending them to a group chat. You can't like, do that. You, you didn't fucking tell me this in the middle of the game. I was so pissed off. Can, is that against the rules? Yes, it's against. It should be. If it's not against the rules, I'm never going back. And this was a place where, like, now the new thing. You know, I don't know. I guess it's happening post pandemic, or if it's just that, like, it's the games that I've been to. A lot of places now, there's no host speaking. Oh. They like take over the TV screens and like every two minutes flash a new clue. So they don't really have to do anything. That means they you're just allowed- walk around. They walk around and give like a thumbs up every once in a while. Like that means you can hire somebody with no personality. That's why. Right. I guess it's a cost saving measure in the bar trivia world. <laughs> right? I don't know. But, but yeah, the, so the guy just sort of like walks around and gives thumbs up, like, "Hey, good job." So you would have. So you would have narked on this other team. Fuck yes. What was the prize? I don't know what the hold on. I can look it up really quick. I mean, it's a small bar tab. I think it's nothing real. 
Well, they would have been like, oh, okay, man. Like, see, the argument is you would cheat for that small bar tab, but then the other argument is like, do you give a shit enough about that? Wouldn't you have liked to have beat them anyway? It would have been nice to have beat them anyway, but when there's already six people at the table and they're like calling in the group chat, like, I don't understand. I just don't understand the pe- the mentality of people that, that do that. I, I just, it kind of defeats the purpose. It's like, like bar trivia proving- is not that hard. Right, and and it's not that much that you win. You're going to spend more drinking there and eating there than you are like on whatever you're going to win. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. When you said Robert De Niro, it threw me off for the rest of the show. It's so funny to me <laughs> that I am completely unable to focus. And it wasn't even completely De Niro. It was almost De Niro. Was it? Well, okay, we didn't talk about Robert De Niro. Well, okay, we didn't talk about Robert De Niro. What are your thoughts there? Not a slur. Okay, fair. <laughs> Not even close to a slur. Um, well, all right. Fair, but still. Um, what else is going on besides um, your bar I, trivia thing? I'm sorry that you got cheated out of your bar tab. That's okay. I mean, it was it was whatever. Wait, who's uh, the who's the mother of Robert De Niro's child? Who's the mother of Robert De Niro's child? Yeah. Hold on, let's find out. Seems important. Um, Are they married? Is he married to anyone? Well, hold on. You check the Wikipedia while I go through okay. the article here. He is he nope, he's currently divorced or not married at the time. Not married right now, according to Wikipedia. Also, is he Is that is he looking that good? I you know the thing is 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 that a picture doesn't always tell a thousand words when it comes to like older actors that that they may be able to take a great photo but how long did it take them to get back and forth from the stool they're sitting on yeah exactly and I mean that in no mean way like it's just true yeah but Ryan knows everything about everyone regardless of what <sighs> the article doesn't mention anything about who the mother is all right well so See, I guess we don't know relevant no i wanted to um i wanted to throw up a use this is happening as a quick little uh personal not personal um yeah that always goes ad. well for you <laughs> classified ad okay if anyone wants to buy my boat uh at mashup ryan hit me up you're getting rid of your boat i'm thinking about buying a new one yeah why well because how old is this boat i thought you had to, i thought the boat's supposed to be good for like 30 years or some crazy shit didn't we talk about this when you bought the boat yeah i mean it, it could be but but because i think of just some economic factors in the world the boat may have actually appreciated mm-hmm. i like have a really hard time believing that but when i look up um uh, uh my boat on like you know classified ads i'm like wow really so it might actually be a good time to, before it depreciates, you know. To so sell it. would you get a bigger boat or the same boat or what's your plan? I would get a, I would get a different one. So like my, my thing, my, my big mistake in the boat is that I bought a pontoon. It's a, it's a fishing pontoon, mm. which is great as long as there's no wind. Okay. So what's the other type of pontoon? Oh, just one. I just want to get the trolling motor out of the floor. So there's more room to, to, you know, float and drink rather than trip over the trolling motor that I never use. Ah, okay. So it sounds, now how much money is that? Is that boat, is the boat you want more money than the boat you have? Yeah, all, all boat prices have gone up. But if I do this right, I might be able to, uh, you know, to work the financing where I don't notice any difference. Interesting. I can see the math where I might be able to work it. And listen, my, it's just, it, it, it's, I'm complaining about it, but if you're on a smaller, less active lake uh, than mine, uh, my, my, my boat, my, the lake's too big for the fishing pontoon. If where you're on you, a smaller, calmer lake. Where do you go to what do you mean? sell a boat? I know. That's, so a lot of them, a lot of times you just do a trade-in. Okay. And I might, like, I'm going to call some dealers and see what they offer me for a trade-in, but I just know that it's probably not going to be that great. How many boat stores are there? Is it just, like, West Marine? Is there anywhere else? Well, that's the, that's the, like, the main boat store, but every lake, think about boat stores more like car dealers. So when there's a marina where people put their boats, they're like a mercury dealer. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
But, so with that being the case, why don't you try and get a lease broker for your boat? I don't know if there's boat lease brokers, but if there is, that's a really good idea. I wonder if there is. Well, I wonder if I called my guy that got me my car. He'd be like, what? Do you just think that I do all crafts? <laughs> I think what you're going to find is a lot of charter brokers, unfortunately, based yeah. on my quick Google search. Quick Google. Um I know the car dealership is just, you know, that I've been getting my car fixed at is very unhappy about me having a, a lease broker. Why is that? I think mainly because they don't like the, the I, my, my only guess is they don't like the um, negotiating uh, uh, advantage to go anywhere but themselves. Okay, but like why, where you're getting your car, if you're getting your car fixed, why would having a lease broker on a car you're already leasing matter? Because I didn't buy it from a dealership. Oh, you bought it. Yeah, they're they're sort of like more concerned about like who I bought the car from and like the one my app doesn't work. I've told you this. Yes. And they're that's they're like they're like, well, if you you know, I don't know if we can get it. Sales has to do that. So you definitely have to, you know, go through our sales department. I'm like, all right, you're just making Audi look bad. Yeah. So did you get that corrected? I thought you had the big boss involved. I, I'll find out today when I get my car back. Fun, fun, fun. So yeah. basically, wait, so when you buy through a lease broker, this is relevant to me personally, you're buying it from the lease broker? Well, the lease broker, no, you actually, I ended up buying it from a dealership, right? But if you think about it, like you go in and you are only allowed to talk about Volkswagens. Yeah. Right? And you have to talk with this person about this Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a lease broker, they're literally in contact with every dealership or, you know, or more than more than one so they can come back to you with more than Volkswagens and uh, different Volkswagen dealerships. And, uh, and, and so like the, you can actually negotiate uh, rather than just have to negotiate for one thing. Well, what I don't understand is if, if you're still ultimately buying the Volkswagen from a Volkswagen dealership, that wagon dealership, you've paid the guy to get you to the dealership that has the best deal. Then you buy it through them, right? Well, I, I, but I, I, I when I did it, I never stepped foot in a dealership. That I only talked to him. He talked to everybody. He he reported back to me the prices on the different cars and from you know what he could get, the best price he could get. Like at one point, he called me. He's like, you know, it would be this much for this car. Oh wait, hold on, I didn't try this. And he called me back an hour later. He's like, actually, it's a hundred dollars less. Okay, so with that being the case, you still had to go into a de- dealership. I don't understand why it wouldn't be in their system. I know. I never oh, went into okay, a dealership. Somebody had to. So did that? Did your lease broker buy the car and then basically resell it to you? Uh, no. The lease broker basically it felt like may have acted as an agent for that dealership for a moment and driven it to me with all the paperwork. So I don't understand how it's you didn't buy it at a dealership is what I'm saying. I bought it from a dealership, but the broker who who did the negotiating for me brought it to my I, house with all the paperwork. I get and I that, but what I'm saying driveway. from this computer system glitch or whatever you're talking about, where they're like, oh, you didn't get it from a dealership. Yeah, you did. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. So you're why right. can't you just be like, I got it from that dealership. Here you go. Here's the papers. Um, I, 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 I think that they're just holding it because that's what they do. They're, Everyone's out trip. to get you, huh? No, they're telling you that if the, you, they're basically, it's a sales technique that if you let us take care of you from now on, things like this won't happen. Well, why don't you be like, sure? I mean, the car's already leased. It's already fucking broken. You already have it. Why? Sure, you can have it at this point. What can they do for you right now? Are they are they trying to hold you hostage for your next car? Correct. Oh, that's stupid. Just tell yeah. them, yeah, I'll get my next car from you. Why wouldn't <laughs> you lie? Don't. Yeah, like like I have I I don't I, and listen, I get it. You might like a certain kind of car and you might grow accustomed to a certain car. I don't. They change every couple years. Like I I have no loyalty to a in like their sales model is to rip you off. It's one of the very few places where where whether or not you get a good deal is how good you are at fighting. That's true. It and and it's bullshit. Like I never want to do it again. If I can have somebody that keeps that I never have to ask for a better deal, that the guy's like, Oh, wait a minute, I'll call you back and calls me back with a better deal on this like, why am I gonna go into a dealership? Oh, I agree. I'm I'm totally on the lease broker train uh, train. I actually am waiting on multiple calls back from lease brokers right now. 
because uh, I'm I'm getting a new car, and I don't yeah. know. I want to get a Mazda CX five. Okay. And I don't know if there's just a ton of them on the road or if it's an awareness theory thing. Uh, I think Mazda is the is is either the number one or two car maker in the U.S. I like a Mazda. I currently have a Hyundai Tucson because I'm doing very well. See, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Like, you might hear me on the radio, and you might be like, "Hey, that guy's rich." I bet. And then yeah. you find out that my only car is a Hyundai Tucson. And it's like, well, then where's the money going? Let me tell you. Up my nose. Oh. Serious. A regular Don Imus over here. Drug problem. Quack, quack. Um, <laughs> we got a couple minutes left. I, I do remember, though, that it's very sad that, you know, local radio, that people would think that. It, it's much like when you would spot your gym teacher at the shoe store. Yeah. Working, you know what I mean? Like a night job. Oh. They do that? Oh sad. yeah, dude. I I used to work with a guy who was uh, on the radio every day, but would would moonlight at the pretzel stand in the mall. That's fucking really sad. That's not yeah. good. No, it's it's sort of. It's just you not know, a people, good look. It's kind of like how the Million Dollar Man, Vince McMahon, had him fly first class, even though he was just like every other wrestler. But he wanted to keep that look of the uh, alive. Correct. Yeah, and so like I think that there was sort of like a local celebrity vibe, and then and then it would it could very easily be ruined. Also, the pretzel stand is just one of those jobs where. I feel like unless you're a manager, and I think you would have to manage, in my opinion, between five and ten kiosks, it's not a job that's built for somebody over 24, is it? No. There's like, no. I, I, now, let's say you, we, and we got to get out of here in a minute, but let's say you met a, a 44-year-old woman who was very attractive, but her full-time job was working at a mall pretzel stand kiosk. Would that give you pause? Uh, is she like doing that because she's uh, studying so hard on her doctorate that it's just like for some spending money on the side? No, she works at the pretzel stand, Ryan. She just she's just hot. Is she like in a band and they're gonna break any moment? Not if she's forty four. No, it's she works at the pretzel stand. I'm sure she's probably very nice, but not a match for me. Not a match. Wow. Judgy McJudgerton Ryan Sampson. Hope you have a hot six-figure job, ladies, or you're not getting that sweet, sweet Sampson dick. Anyway, anything before we get out of here, Ryan? No, that's it. Be here tomorrow. Watch all the Robert Gennaro movies you can this weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.